Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Well, the UAE has experienced a significant surge in travel across this summer, and we've seen a very large influx of families and tourists visiting Dubai. That was never a thing a couple of years ago. Well, and especially in the summers, you know, I mean, these are the months when people would dread coming around here because of uh, the harsh uh, temperatures and stuff. But (laughs) that's the story of the past. Everyone wants to come to Dubai irrespective of how hot it's getting now. And you may have heard last week Dubai Customs handled over 22 million travel bags during the first six months of 2023. Uh, to get more details about the impact of travel and tourism on Dubai and even some sustainability initiatives, we are joined by Ali Hyder, the Regional Director of Nomadic, who joins us via Zoom. Thank you very much for joining Neil and Kitch this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Yeah, it's it's great to have you here. When when people are looking at, at travelling, and we've seen these huge numbers of people come through Dubai over this summer, uh, what is the impact of travel and tourism in relation to some of the sustainability initiatives that we're finding across the GCC? So I think before I answer that question, I think it's, uh, it's important to address that uh, nothing could have been worse for the travel industry than the pandemic, right? Yeah. So I think over the past few years, uh, we've, uh, the uh, people, you know, families, business travelers, tourists, et cetera, they've, they've, they've all held back, obviously, for obvious reasons, uh, for traveling to Dubai and, and vice versa. Uh, what we're noticing now uh, is, is a return to form, right? Uh, I think uh, just generally, you're 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 gonna uh, you're you're what what we're noticing from from our perspective working with corporate with corporations etc it's a it's a mix of uh businesses looking to uh lo- looking to understand uh how best to manage their business travel needs we're noticing obviously uh a lot of people having to uh have these meetings remotely virtually uh but we're noticing more and more that certain uh, certain professions, certain roles, you can't do away with the, you know, with the face-to-face interactions, sales, etc. You know, we're we're returning, we're we're noticing a lot of people actually 
you know, business travel uptick in, in, in many of those spaces. So, uh, I mean, to, to answer your question, it's it's organic. The return to form is is, is a product of uh, just years of not having to travel. I think uh, it's it's also a mixture of uh, uh, it's also a mixture of just business travel becoming uh, becoming more efficient, and and that's aided by uh, you know some wonderful work that's being done by the UAE authorities in particular in terms of revamping uh, their their entry visa categories. It has a lot to do with. Uh, with streamlining brought in by technology, uh, whether that's government-led or whether that's through, uh, you know, business traveler aids like Nomadic, uh, I'm I'm expecting this to continue. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, obviously, uh, it, it it goes hand in hand with just broader sustainability initiatives. But I I don't anticipate uh, this to stop anytime soon. You mentioned technology. So how does technology come in and play a role uh, as far as travel is concerned, and especially business travel? Because government obviously doing what they do is one thing, but apart from that, how does tech come into play? So tech comes, it's a great question. So tech comes into play in multiple fronts. I think the first thing, uh, you know, one, you know one, of the, one of the things that we think about as, as a person who travels for tourism or, or business, whenever we think about traveling, you know, we're, we're just, our minds are flooded with thoughts of complex forms, uh, tedious processes, you know, repetitive tasks, data entry, not to mention queuing up, you know, <laughs> times uh, to get visas and permits. Uh, technology streamlines that, right? So technology in, in from, a, from a government uh, perspective streamlines the processing side of things and it drastically improves the experience, which in turn, grants flexibility, which in turn drives your travel, particularly, you know, last minute travel where people would think, you know, twice about actually having that meeting in person versus doing it remotely. You know, it takes away a lot of that. Um, It's also, you know, it it, it also has to do with the fact that apart from the government, you know, you have business traveler solutions prop up quite a bit, Nomadic being one of them. And, you know, our job is to essentially become an extension of uh, of 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 a traveler's um, uh, a, a travel journey in a way, right? Mm-hmm. So you know we would want people to uh, uh, set up their profiles, feed in information, and then ultimately that information to be used for for filling out forms, checking on status updates, so on and so forth. So you can really see the benefit that that has on just just the the experience side of things. So what percentage of business travel uh, do you think has? Um, uh, has ceased post-pandemic. And what I mean by that is compared to pre-pandemic levels, because I, th- I think as soon as borders opened, we saw a big increase of businesses, international businesses saying, great, let's get everyone back in the room again for the first time and we can meet face to face. And that was great. But then that waned off and a lot of businesses and uh, especially uh, finances were going, well, why should we have to pay someone and waste two, two days of, of pay traveling all the way around the world when we can meet on Zoom? That's a that's a fantastic question, and and I think there's there's a few few things to point out there. I think to answer your first question about numbers, yeah, uh, there's there's several several uh, reports here. Uh, I think one one that I read uh, was done by the Wall Street Journal uh, towards the end of last year showed that approximately seventy percent return to form at a global level in terms of business tra- business visitor traffic now versus pre-pandemic levels. So it's 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 coming back, you know, uh, surely, you know, we definitely see it coming back. I think the statistics that were released by the government of Dubai uh, 
uh, last year paint a similar picture. I believe it was uh, you know 14.36 million overnight visitors in 2019. Uh, sorry, in 2022 versus 16.73 million in 2019. So roughly 70 percent thereabouts, if my math's right. Uh, you know, so 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 it, it is coming back, right? Now, in to answer your question about you know, what changes are we seeing and, and and what are companies thinking of? I think the companies that we generally serve and we, we help their business traveler needs, uh, these are large multinationals to small family-owned businesses. Um, it's, it's, it's largely business-driven, right? It's largely business-driven, the decision to send people. And it's also driven by just a general change in work uh, workplace and, and uh, sorry, workforce planning. You know, we see a lot of people that are working remotely, flexibly. Uh, so as a result, we have a lot more people who are actually traveling to HQ, for example, to have that meeting, to have that in-person, um, uh, that that FaceTime with their managers or with their peers. Uh, so so a lot of that is driven by just the changing face of, uh, of work, right? Uh, and, and some of it, like I mentioned earlier, is also driven by, uh, it's very job specific. I think sales in particular is a sector in our experience that we're noticing, you know, companies are noticing that there's a lot of value to having those discussions face-to-face -face despite the cost. So it, many reasons, but I think that, that those are probably the main ones. Ali, in your experience, uh, what essentially is the difference between a business traveler and a leisure traveler? Considering the fact that, you know, there, are, there have been multiple times when I've tried to book tickets and it does ask me an option. Are you traveling for business or leisure? And I'm like, hang on, how does it matter? That's 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 such a such a pertinent and timely question. We get that. We, we get asked that so much in our day to day uh, to 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 answer your question it's the lines are increasingly blurred uh you know in in, in today's day and age i think it's particularly uh, particularly important with the when because another trend that we're noticing is business travelers based on surveys that we've conducted in-house the the duration of business traveler is uh, business travel is increasing so whereby in the past you would have people come in for a day or two less than a week have those meetings go back we're seeing people stay on for longer mm -hmm. so what's what that's suggesting is people are actually trying to gauge how do how would places like the uae which are at the forefront of doing uh, offering permits like digital nomad visas and freelancer permits how are they to live in right and those business trips become longer you know families join and you know they ultimately lead to a, a pathway to residency so so they're becoming increasingly blurred we're noticing that definitely when it, uh, just just before we uh, uh, wrap up uh, the news came through about passports and the strength of certain passports oh, yeah. um, we saw that uh, the UAE passport rose to the 12th most powerful passport in the world um, we know that this is obviously they're ranked on to you know the um, the visa accessibility of certain passports. But how does a country actually get a strong passport? Is it is it cultural relations? Is it doing deals with other country on visa free waivers? How does a country get a stronger passport? Yeah. Well, it's 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 probably it's 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 likely a mixture of uh, of, of of several factors. It falls. I mean, I, I, we're we're not the authority on on uh, naturalization and citizenship uh, programs. Uh, within nomadic, we do have teams that look into that. But generally speaking, I think you, you're you're right. It you, you've it's 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 a product of uh, bilateral treaties, agreements between countries, 
you know, the, they start off with things like visa waivers and visa free accesses, and and ultimately, you know, they 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 can lead to discussions that will, uh, you know improve and strengthen the uh you know the the position of a passport uh, the uae passport is so strong because it allows uh you know visa free entry and visa on arrival with many many countries uh interesting point on that uh is i, I believe last year we saw uh with the passport uh, index that it, it, the the number of visa free countries or visa free agreements uh granted between all passports increased by 18%. You know, that is also going to be a big, big, uh, you know, uh, a big, big thing that spurs travel and, and business travel in general. So, yeah. Well, we do appreciate your time. Congratulations on the launch of Nomadic. Uh, launched, what, just a month ago? So we congratulate you on that. And uh, Ali Haider, the regional director, we wish you the best of success with your launch here in the Middle East. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Oh, there Take is uh, Ali Hyder, the regional director of Nomadic. A great question about uh, business travel and uh, leisure travel, because I've had that as well. And I thought yeah. it was just a market research for the airlines or the, or the hotels. Yeah, that's what even I thought. You know, that probably they would give in uh, maybe a better deal if you're a business traveler, that maybe. you would want to travel back in three days or whatever. And, and, and my Bombay trips are generally like that. I travel for two days and three days and I come back. And, and I tried clicking in, the price didn't change, nothing changed, and I was like, why do you then ask me this question? Yeah, they might want to charge you more if you use the minibar, you never know. 058-686-1003. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.